Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Rocky Road Rewind with me, your host, Kevin Byrne. I'm joined today by two men who went to war in a historic fight in Dublin back in 2008. Jim Rock emerged victorious against John Joe Finnegan to claim the Irish title at light heavyweight, a record fourth division for the Pink Panther. For Finnegan, who battled hard all night at the National Stadium, it was to be the first of six stoppage defeats in his career, though. His final one in his hometown of Burton-on-Trent four years later was catastrophic. After falling to defeat in a rematch with Ryan Clark, John Joe fell into a coma, underwent brain surgery, and then faced into the hardest fight of his life. Along the way, though, he has remained in touch with Jim Rock, and I'm delighted to be joined by both men today. Lads, welcome to the show. Yeah, nice to see you. How are you doing? Keeping well, fellas. John Joe, how are you? Good, good thank you. Yeah, nice to hear your voice, Jim, as well. Very, really nice to hear your voice again, Jim. Good man, no bother. Yeah, yeah. Well, gentlemen, you fought uh, on July the 12th, 2008, at the National Stadium. Uh, great memories, I'm sure. Yeah, good, good, good memories, Kev. Really good memories. It seems like yesterday, I can't believe it's 2008. It sounds a long time ago you say all that, Kev, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> it does, it does. Yeah, like, I was, at, 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 at the time, I was training in Belfast, and I wasn't going to make the fight originally because July the 12th, I wanted to march up in Belfast with all the loyalists and that, you know what I mean? But I decided yeah. I'd go and fight instead. <laughs> the orange panther, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the beauty of Belfast, isn't it? You get to you get to cross into every community, pick up a bit of everything, you know. Probably had friends on both sides of the divide, no doubt. Oh, I do, of course. So, like, you know, I'm sitting up in Belfast here now at the moment, outside the Castlecourt Shopping Centre. But I mean, um, I mean, look at Belfast, the city centre. Everyone merges, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, you're a bit skeptical about going into some some of the areas sometimes, especially back then. But I mean, now I think there's, you know, most of the trouble is uh, most of the trouble is gone and has subsided. I suppose, you know. Mm. Now, Jim, uh, you'd won seven fights in a row since defeats to Takalu and Alan Jones in 2003. Uh, it was your sixth fight at the National Stadium, but your first outing in 16 months. Uh, your motivation was probably quite clear. You're seeking a fourth Irish title at a fourth separate weight. Yeah, so 
I had one. I think the first Irish title I won was the super middleweight one um, because they couldn't find the light middleweight at the time. Um, and the middleweight one was, I think, a fella called Gordon Bean had that at that time. So I fought the super middleweight first. Then I fought for, obviously, the light middleweight. Then I fought for the middleweight. And then I fought. So I, I was the first person to... Um, to get three Irish titles at three different weights. Now I know now that um, Peter McDonough has got three titles. He 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 won his third Irish title there about three or four years ago. So I just decided that I would try and get the fourth title, uh, just to sort of cement the legacy, I suppose. Because yeah, yeah, I didn't think anyone would win three. But just in case, I said I'd uh, <laughs> I get the I get the fourth one and sort of guarantee the bit of uh, the, the small bit of history, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we so obviously Brian Peters was the man who was putting on the shows then and put on some smashing shows in in Dublin, and um, he was the one he'd always push it, you know, to try and you know break little records. You know, he'd say, "Listen, no one has ever done this. Why don't you try this?" or so on and so forth. So. Um, John Joe's name came up. Um, I knew John Joe wasn't um, a real light heavyweight because I think he campaigned that middle or super, super middle. Yeah, super, super middle. middle yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was really like a light middleweight because I tell you, my thirty-four professional fights, um, like about twenty of them were were that light middleweight. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, I could yeah. make the light middleweight no bother, but but I knew I have a very big frame. So I, like uh, like. I was I'd be as big as most of the late heavyweights. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's no bother for me to go up the weights, you know, but it was just it was it was just it was an honor to fight for the title, as I always say. And yeah. uh, and it turned out it was a good fight. And uh, yeah, yeah. like I said, we it's good when you when you fight someone and then you you remain pals with them. You yeah, know what definitely, I mean? Like no definitely between them or anything like that, no, you know? No, yeah, definitely. The whole build up to fight, do you know what I mean? It was, was 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 quite pleasant, really. You know, there was no there was no there was no sort of bad mouth at all. We both just got in there, both knew what we had to do and, and just got on with it. We, it was called it was good, it was good for that reason. I enjoyed it. No, there was no uh, there was no animosity or there was no bad no. blood or there was no, no there was no like ribbing each other or saying things no. about each other. No. I mean, we were there to do a job. We respected each other from the first time we met in the stadium yeah. at the press conference. Yeah, and there was no other, you know, and that's yeah, that's like Sometimes that doesn't happen in boxing, or a lot of times it doesn't happen in boxing because yeah. obviously, like, like you want to take your opponent's head off quite simply, and yeah. sometimes if you don't like them, it, it it's easier to do that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, John Joe, can you explain your Irish roots? So, Gork County Galway, yeah, is it something yeah. that, that was big in your family, or yeah, yeah, my, my, my dad's, my dad's, my dad's. My dad's dad was from from Gort in, in Galway, from Cairns, Galway. Um, I've still got quite. A, he's got quite a lot of uncles, aunties, cousins over there. So we go over there every now and again. Um, yeah, so but I, I love I love it, I love it over there, Kevin. It's, it's, it's beautiful over there, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's better than here anyway. <laughs> that definitely is. <laughs> Fighting for and, the Irish title mightn't have been something that was uh, on your radar until you got the well, call, was it? It was. It was something, Kevin. I never. I never even thought about it until I got the call. And then my grand, I told my grand, and it, it was, it, it was, it was ecstatic the fact that I was going over there to fight for it. So he was, it, he's passed away now, but he, he died. He was ninety-eight, passed away about two or three years ago. So he did well, but he, he was, he was, it was over there, and he was, he was proud of that he was. Yeah, so shame we couldn't bring you back for him, but I, I met a better man on the night. It was that simple, mm-hmm. Kevin. Really, yeah, yeah. And uh, and tell us, Jojo, is is 
like is your grandfather or your father one of them is it like they're are they travelers are they no 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 none of the travelers jim no a lot of people think that but no we're, we're actually not no well, like, no. but the reason why i always thought was i saw pictures of your grandfather i'm sure it was your grandfather and he has that I don't know whether he always wore a hat or he had a beard or he had some, but he looked yeah. like one of the old school like yeah. travellers, one of the old gypsies from years ago. Yeah, yeah, he, he, had, he had a good, good beard and a good bit of hair. He was proud of his hair. His hair was long, longer than my mum's when he died, bless him. Yeah, yeah. He had some hair on him. He never lost his hair. He was proud of that, I think. I think it was just, it was, in fact, he was proud of it. That was it, really. <laughs> yeah, Chandra, you had a height advantage over over Jim, just yeah. a couple, of, just a couple of inches. You yeah. won your previous fight against Dave yeah. Pearson, your fourth yeah. win against him. Yeah, uh, and in two thousand six, you know, you I think you'd lost your two bouts in two thousand seven, but you'd been on a good run of form in two thousand six yeah. with uh, six wins and a draw. So, yeah, did did you come over pretty confident to beating Jim Rock, or how did you feel about that? And, and, and I knew I had my hands full with Jim because I knew he was. I'd, I'd done my homework and I looked at him, Kevin, and he, and he was. I knew he was a very good, very good boxer. So I knew I had my hands full with him. But yeah, I, come, I, come, I was fit and ready. I was come over confident and had every intention to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just got caught with that big right hand. <laughs> it didn't feel too great on the old chin, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. First stoppage defeat. Uh, before that, you had a couple of points losses and all, but yeah, you know, sometimes it's like we know boxing they can go either way. Like yeah, but, um, yeah. Did, did you? How, how did it feel to kind of go out that night defeated? You know, stopped before the final bell. I, I think I think yeah, that was my first time when I'd have been stopped that against him amateur or pro. I think that was actually the first time I got stopped. So yeah, it was. I was a bit. I sort of found myself sat on me on on me on my arse in in the centre ring, and I thought, else again? What was it? What's going on? What we're we doing down here? Sort of thing. So I jumped up, and then and Jim Jim flew back into it. It would have been Florian. Referee jumped in and stopped it, rightly so. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I wasn't a, a massive puncher, but I found in my later years of boxing, like I started using the body a lot more and would weaken, you know, would sort of wear them down, yeah. help them down. Yeah. And yeah. then I'd switch it to the head. Yeah. But it would be it wouldn't be sort of one punch that would put them down. It'd be normally an accumulation of punches because I yeah. I always yeah. box at a, a, a good fast tempo and yeah, I was busy. Did. So yeah. I would wear them down. And then I would find that you could put them down probably be more so because they're knackered as opposed yeah, to yeah. the force of the punch. Yeah. I think that when I boxed you, Jim, I think it was my first ever 10-rounder as well. So I, I, was, I think I had, I had the distance on my mind a little bit as well. So I think I, I tried to sort of pace myself and then I sort of forgot where it worked, what I was doing and then I got sort of stuck into the fight. And, and then I think, what was it, the sixth round? It was the sixth you stopped me, Jim. Seventh, seventh, seventh. I think come like the the fifth or sixth, I was feeling the pace a little bit, and then uh, I got caught with that shot and went over, and then like I said, jumped up and I was I was tired, and yeah, that's it. That's when you finished it, Jim, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The seventh round was a bit of a sort of a a, a, a pet round for me when it came to my yeah. Irish titles because yeah, yeah. I I stopped Pete Jackson in the seventh round for the when I defended my Irish super middleweight title. Yeah, I stopped. Kevin Phelan in the seventh round when I won the Irish middleweight title, and yeah, then I yeah. stopped you in the seventh round for the yeah. Irish. <laughs> yeah, so round number seven was lucky to me. Yeah, I was looking on with Jim that, but it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because you box you box Pete Jackson, Jacko as we call him, and he was he was from our gym, Jimmy was as well. So he, he was actually uh, he boxed out of our gym. So I did a lot of sparring for with him for that for this for the, for the fight against you as well. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 He's another fellow that I stay in touch with quite a lot. Now. Oh, is is Jim? Yeah, yeah. He's quite yeah. a nice fella. Really. He's, he's a nice fella. 
Yeah. Yeah, he has, he has relatives in Ballyfermot, so every time he's over, he'll meet up, he'll ring me, and I'll either pick him up in Ballyfermot, and we'll go to the Temple Bar, and we'll have a... I'll see ponds. I'd always have a water. But last oh, yes. year, not last year, the year before I met him, and he said, I can't believe you're having a, a bottle of beer. I said, that's only one bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's at the, at the one gym, yeah, yeah. Do you not drink at all, Jim? Do you not, do you not bother with it, no? No, no, I only drink when I'm on the holidays, that's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, Jim. I, I don't, it doesn't, doesn't bother me, so I sort of think what, what, what you don't miss, you don't, don't bother with, do you, really? Yeah. Don't hurt you something. yeah, it doesn't bother me really. But Jim, Jim, you're on holidays about eight times a year, but it looks things. <laughs> oh, so he's always yeah. like Kevin. <laughs> I'm going next. I'm going next week again. I go up the lads already next week. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair play, Jim. Fair play. Um, <laughs> so John Joe, in two, two two years later, you you have the highlight of your career. Probably is it winning the British Masters Super Middleweight title, beating Dean Walker. Was that the, yeah, the big one for you? Yeah, yeah. That there was it was a cracking scrap as all well, that was, Kevin. It, it was, it was, it was. A, I sort of thought so. It was, t- it was, it was a top like that. I had to. It was in, my, in front of my own crowd. I sold the place out. I literally stacked the place out. There was, there was a ticket to, to spare. To be fair, and then um, I trained hard for it. And I knew Dean had come in. And I knew, I knew, I knew he was, he was hungry for the fight as well. Something for the belt as well. So we got stuck in it, and we, we had a good little tear up. And I beat him every ten. I think it was about five, five rounds up by the end of it. But it was, it was a good scrap. To be fair, yeah, it was a good scrap. And in uh, 2012, you fight obviously Ryan Clark two times. Yeah, uh, yeah for a yeah. first time a fight of the year contender. Yeah, I think you've been stopped in the eighth round of tenth. He just he wore you down. You got you scored a knockdown early. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. I dropped him. I dropped him in the in, in the first round, Kev. And and, and he literally, looking back on the count, I think the, the Steve Bond's got the count on 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 his show on Bond's box now. And and the count was something like eleven. So the the referee counted real slow. And and then he got up and then I got stopped. Just yeah. Obviously, I think it's got tired a little bit late on, Kevin. And, and the, I, just, I, don't, I didn't feel it should have been stopped, but it, it did anyway. But that's another story, isn't it? Yeah. You had a, you had a brilliant build up. Like you mentioned, Steve Bunce's show. Yeah you, yeah. you went on with Ryan Clark and you played Jenga together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that, Kev? Yeah, I've never yeah. seen I've never seen a pre fight build up like that. It <laughs> makes a change from like Derek Chisora, I think, and David Hay around the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, behind yeah. Uh, steel fences. And then they, they called it the game of Jenga draw, which I wouldn't have to be right. So I wanted to carry on. Yeah, we were, yes. No one actually knocked the bricks down. Yeah, yeah, it was a musical crowd that was. Yeah, but clearly there was no bad blood going into the fight. Well, it's, it all started, Kev, if, if I'm honest with you, through social media. He just started running his mouth and, and saying a few silly things and I bit back a little bit, which looking back now, maybe I should just say naughty, but I was a bit younger at the time and, you, and you're a bit younger and a bit wild and you, I was thinking once you want to get out of Texas off sort of thing, but then the second fight, he was like, um, he kept calling the, the shot that I dropped to the, 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 the lottery point, just that and the other. And, um, I just, and I knew that every time I hit him, I, I could see that he, he, his eyes rolling in the back of his head anyway. So I was thinking, and I, and I, I could outbox him, but it, the first fight, I wasn't really, I wasn't on, on the ball. The second fight, which, which I got hurt in, I never lost a rank, Kevin. It was, it was, I was flying and, and I was boxing really, really well. I walked out in, in, for the six, start of the sixth round. Six, there's number six is my unlucky number. And um, I got I got caught with it with it with a big I think it was a yeah it was a left hook I think it must have been left hook or or right or or right hook I think it was left hook it was a big shot and um, yeah I went over and, and woke up three and a half weeks later fortunately and it's a funny one Kev because I always I always talk about it I always held a really good shot to be fair I mean Jim Jim Jim, Jim dropped me he 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 dropped me and then um, and like what I always do but a last one Darby he dropped me as well but I got up and and, and I come I, I beat him in the, in the rematch but um. Yeah, so it was one of them. Like as an amateur, I never got dropped ever in 70, 70 odd fights. So 
Yeah, it was it was a, bit, a little bit unlucky, a bit a little bit of a nightmare, really. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Had something happened to your punch resistance? Do you think you went into that fight against think, the second fight with three stoppages in four? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, okay, I, looking back on it, and I've said that exactly what, what you just said there. I think after Jim 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 stopped me, and then I got stopped by Elvis Doob, and then. I was sort of feeling shots a little bit more, but I think I don't think I could hold a shot like I used to be able to. I think the accumulation of shots over the years from the amateurs to and, and the way all the way through the pro sort of maybe caught up me a little bit, and, and I couldn't quite hold a shot as well. And then, it, then that one there against Clark, the, the very last one, I think it, 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 the, the wrist was probably just worn out, and and and, and, I, and I went, yeah, yeah. That's harrowing to hear you say. Um, you, you got hit with a hook, be it left or right. And yeah. you woke up three and a half weeks later. Like, oh. Jim, did you consider ever such dangers when you were boxing? No. Um, well, I always said, like, like I had far bigger battles that I'd overcome, let's say, you know, on the streets of Dublin years ago. And, I mean, like, you know, like, I've been stabbed several times. I've been shot. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been in gang wars when I was younger and all that. So, I mean, like, yeah. I, the stuff I sort of faced when I was younger, um, I mean, like, boxing was... Tiddlywinks to me, um, yeah. because I mean I was going in fighting someone with two arms and a pair of gloves. So I mean, like, what could possibly go wrong? Considering that you'd been, you know, like yeah. you'd been, like I said, you've been shot, you've been stabbed, you've been in gang wars and prison wars or whatever. So I mean, like, boxing was a piece of cake to me, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, but I do know what he's talking about about the uh, yeah punch resistance. Like I mean, like obviously some fighters, um, you know. When you get hit, it's like going to the well so many times. But I yeah, mean, like yeah. when you get hit and get banged pretty hard, I mean, eventually it's going to take take its toll on you. But I suppose some people just have a better resistance for that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember my very last fight. Um, I was 37 and I'd done 10 rounds. It was my last fight in the O2. And I remember during the fight, your man was hitting me. Now, I was beating him, but he was hitting me shots and they were fucking sore. And I remember while I was in the ring, I was just saying to myself, like, what am I doing in here? Like, I don't need to fight anymore. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, and I just said to myself, I'm not, I'm not going to fight again, even though I, I went on and won. But I mean, like, the shots that normally I would have shook off very, very easily, they were they were hitting me and I could feel them. I mean, they were shaking yeah, me yeah. down to my boots. Yeah. And I was saying to myself, like, I said to myself, like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Because mm, what yeah. would have happened was I would have kept fighting and then... I either would have got hurt or I would have got maybe, you know, taken as a beaten. I mean, like, like I was knocked out once by Takaloo, but I wasn't taking a beaten. I mean, no, I was no, winning the no. fight. So, I mean, like, I didn't take a beaten at all in that fight. So, I got clipped with a good shot. But I don't think getting knocked out once you're not taking a beaten isn't really sustaining you any damage. It's yeah, the yeah. people who are getting the beaten. So you're getting the beaten and then you're getting knocked out. Like that's worse for you than just getting one shot like a, yeah, a haymaker, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. How, how old was Jim in that in the last fight that you had? What would you say your age? 30, you say 37? Mm, 37, yeah. yeah. 37, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you had a, a good long career in Jim? Did, what age did you start at, Jim? Uh, twi- twi- 23. Oh, you're 23, yeah. So you had a, a decent uh, career in Jim, really. I yeah. had like 14 years, you know, so like yeah. 44 fights. So, I mean, like, yeah. I had a good little career. Yeah, you and, did. Uh, you know, and like I said, I, I sort of, you know, I, I kept my business going while I, while I done, while I was yeah. boxing as well, because I always knew that 
the chances are you're not going to make enough money from boxing to sustain no, the rest no, of your life. No, definitely so, not. No. Now that that was the sort of thing with me, Jim. Was like, see, the, the thing was with me, uh, lads, as well was the fact that I, I was um, I was I was working, trying to train at the same time. Obviously, I, I, I had two kids at the time myself as well, a house to run and, and, and cars to run and, and, and all the rest of it. So I was I wasn't quite making enough money boxing to flip in to you know to subsidize myself really. Yeah, yeah, which is which is quite. I mean, if if you get the sponsorship and you get with it with it with the top rotor and, and all the rest of it, Kev, you know, you, you they look after you, but. I mean, I was with it. My approach was was great, but it, it was only like a small, a small sort of uh, setup at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so, John, to take us back to the hospital, you wake up three and a half or three weeks later after being yeah. Yeah. in a co- in a coma. Yeah. You, you've yeah. had brain surgery. Uh, har- yeah. Harrowing details. Like, um, I watched a documentary about you, and you, you, your, yeah. your father has said to your mother, "The worst nightmare has happened." Yeah. And then a further yeah. quote from your dad, he says, "He lost a lot of blood. They had to take the yeah. top." Oh, they had to take the top off his skull and release yeah. the pressure. Yeah, and his, his brain came out of his skull. Like you, you've yeah, obviously did. heard, you know the details of what happened to you. But do you know what, Kev? Do you know what, Kev? It's one of them, Kev. Whereas I can look back now and, and I can sort of smile about them times. In, in it, I don't mean smile as in as in the injuries and what happened because it is it, flipping. It changed my life totally, Kev. But um, mm. I look back and smile. But the things that I was saying and, and I mean, I woke up from from the from the actual quite coma and I sat there and. My mum was walked in. And she was she was crying, and my me, me dad was there, and he, and my me, me brother, my me sister, and, and my missus, and then my kids come in. And Kevin, I never, I never had a clue. I was like, oh, do I know you? Where, how do I know you? Where do I know you from? I never, never had a clue where it even was. But God's been good to me, Kev. God, God's really, he's, he's brought me back, and, and I've looked. I've, things that I've, I'm, I'm doing now, and I'm able to do now, Kev, is, is, I mean, I can't do anything like I used to. Don't get me wrong, but it's, um, I'm very lucky in, 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 the, in respect that I can remember things. I can, I can. I can walk, I can talk, I can eat, and you know, I couldn't eat, I couldn't, I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk. I had to go through through like three and a half months of rehabilitation. It was just, it was just a really, really nasty time, really, Kev John's with you. Yeah, but yeah, 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 because you were working in construction at the time as well. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a yeah. boxer, you know, your method of your method of making money is gone, but also yeah. your 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 senses. I believe you had, you know, eye eye issues and yeah. balance and all sorts of. Well, I'm, just, I'm blind in the left left side of both my eyes, Kev. So my sight, my eyesight's not great. So I can't drive anymore. Yeah. Um, I can't work anymore. My job was dri- I used to drive excavators, diggers, and dump trucks, things like that. So I can't I can't do that anymore. Obviously, through risk of hurting somebody. So yeah, I'm, I'm sort of, and, and plus after that as well, Kev, I end up with epilepsy. I, I mean, my daughter walked in from into my room one day to say go, goodbye to she was going to school. I was having a seizure. She thought I was she thought I was I was I was winding her up, and she went and got a mum, and the mum called that called the ambulance and. They come in and it ended up having 370 odd seizures that night, Kevin, in the hospital. So, yeah, that, I mean, that, I, I mean, touch wood now, Kev. I've not had a seizure now for, for nearly four years. So I'm, I'm, I'm going well there. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the medication's working now. I'm looking after it. But the thing is, Kevin, because of, of my eyes and, and that's injury and everything's still knitting together, repairing, it's like the record would have for a long time. Is, is the fatigue levels. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm always knackered, mate. I'm so, yeah. so tired, you know. Yeah. But, Looking back, Kevin, saying all saying all that, no regrets. I love what I did. I, I love boxing. I still love boxing to this day. And you know, it's, it's it happened, and, and I come through it. Thank God. But you know, I wouldn't change a thing, Kevin. I honestly wouldn't. No. So tell us um, about the injuries, Jojo. Like, so let's say someone, someone, let's say another sports person had a bang. Let's say playing football or something. Yeah. Like, the same injury. Okay. But would you? But would you say that they would be able to recover 
as good or would they have the determination? Do you think that a fighter's determination helps you overcome these injuries or, or overcomes them as best you can, should I say? George, Jim, that's a very, very good question, that is, Jim. And, and I honestly think, Jim, that with my way of thinking at the time, you know, the, the fact that I would never, I, I hated losing anything. I, I hated losing a game that's been scrolled to, to the kids. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm already going to lose. Um, I think the way that I thought at the time, where, whereas I didn't nothing to beat me, not, or anyone, nothing, no one to beat me, sort of thing. I think I think that got me through, Jim. I think I said, I think my, my mindset at the time was was I'm beating, I'm beating, I'm beating this sort of things, and I think that'll get me through times, Eugene. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm, and I think there's a lot of fighters like that. I mean, like if I go to a doctor's, like I've had surgery a couple of times, like on my shoulders and on my yeah, elbow. Yeah, well. yeah. I remember the last time I was getting a surgery on my elbow. I got it done once, and then he was doing it again, and he said to me, "No, listen, you can never fight again." I said, "No, I'm yeah. finished." Yeah. So then three weeks yeah. later, I was in for him, and I said to him, "No, I'm fighting in eight weeks' time." Yeah. And he said to me, "Listen," he <laughs> says, he says. I wouldn't have done that surgery for you. I said, I know. That's why I told you I wasn't going to play again. I wouldn't have done it. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He said to me, well, you know you're going to have to get a new elbow. He says, in about, he says, if you didn't fight in about 15 years, but if you keep fighting, you're going to have to get an elbow, he says, in five years. And I said, yeah, so what? I said, big deal. I says, I look (laughs) at men at 70. I said, and I get new hips and new knees. And if they get hips and new knees, I says, so what's a little fucking elbow to me? I said, I said, so just, I said, I'm grand. And vice versa, the second operation was great. And uh, on the elbow, and I mean, I've never looked back. I mean, I won't be getting a new elbow because it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, it's the it's it's the mind over matter thing, and it's this fighter's the, mentality the, that you we just, can do this. Jim, I, I, I remember in in I was in the, I was in the hospital, and the, and, the, and the surgeon said to me, the doctor said to me, said, said, John, just don't give up on setting. I said, John, you doctor, I don't know what the words mean because you're explaining to me. Like, I don't want to give, I don't know what the words give up mean. So and, and he just laughed like, but I meant that as well. I, I would, I'd, I'd never give up anything. I wouldn't honestly. I think that's the Irish in me as well, Jim. To be honest with you, I think that, that that's the Irish in me. And, 
And, you know, my dad's the same, my granddad was the same, my brother's the same. Yeah, it's one of them in it, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's if it's the Irish. I don't know if it's an Irish thing or but it's certainly a fighter's thing. Yeah, that, definitely. Uh, that like yeah. you know, it's like fighter by name, fighter by yeah. nature. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a there's Amy McGee just walking by us here now. There's a gas fella. He's <laughs> 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 a tough Aim is a tough old boy, isn't he? That man could fight when he can. <laughs> Absolutely, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm at the beef with him. He's coming back up. He is. I got to <laughs> sit him in the car here. But, uh, <laughs> so I was, do, I, was, I, I was doing these. I was even doing these days, Jim. I'm going to sit him in the car here. Evan, <laughs> I'm on a podcast here. Sit in here for a second. I'm on a podcast. We're on a podcast here. John Joe Finnegan. You remember John Joe Finnegan when I fought John Joe? I uh, do you know. John Joe and Simon McGee. Uh, Eamon, how you doing, mate? You're right. Is that not to your voice? How you, how you doing these days, Eamon? All right. You all good? I'm really fine. No, I. Gotta hear, gotta hear me voice. I've heard you making the comeback, Eamon, aren't you? <laughs> I'm super fan. Yeah. This was not expected. Hello, Eamon, how are you doing? It's Kevin Byrne here uh, on Rocky Road Rewind. Thanks for joining us. Kevin, my pleasure to meet you, buddy. Yeah, we hope to have you on in a couple of weeks with Ricky Hatton. So, uh, yeah, keep in touch. That'll be great. I'll, I'll be watching that one. Eamon worked the corner when you guys fought, actually. He, yeah, with John, with John Brady, corner, yeah. 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 We're just we're just reliving the fight here for the for the yeah. podcast. And, <laughs> and, and and sure Eamon was Eamon was uh, Eamon done the corner and and John Breen, I'll be up with John now in about an hour's time. So there there's an L torn up for the books, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Eamon on 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 the video on the on the telly there. He was in the corner, yeah. I'll start, I've got to put it up, up against me. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Jim's many corners. And yeah, he was a very yeah. successful fighter. Yeah. Very, he was tough as a fucking rock. Oh, he he was. Yeah, <laughs> and vice versa. I've done a couple of Aidman's corners because we, we taught professional together in 1995. So we had we had our first professional fight on the same night. He was the first, he was the first fight on. I was the last fight on. You know what I mean? Oh, fair play. Uh, that's, that's that's good. You, so you go back a bit then, Jimmy boys. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We done. We must have done thousands and thousands of rounds of sparring, didn't we? Me and Jim won the meeting. Tell us far as we really got without working with each other, because the two of us both each of each other. Jim was the toughest of rock, and I mean <laughs> the rock. Oh, I he would give you some spar. Yeah, do we had some tough go. We had some tough elbow. <laughs> Jim, did you have any amateur fights yourself, Jim? I don't know. I think probably about two hundred. Oh, did you really? That many? Did you? Yeah, I'm boxing since I'm six years of age. You know, so uh, yeah, I never knew you had that many amateur gym. Did you win any in the amateur gym? Yeah, I won six Irish titles now, but oh, I never did, won did the you? seniors. I never no, won no. the senior title, you know. But uh, yeah, because uh, I. I fought twice in the seniors and I got beaten once by Dennis Garvin and once by Brian McGee. But it was all it was a it was a fact that like after the third round I was still fresh, whereas they weren't. But yeah, they had yeah. done enough of the three rounds to beat me. And that's why yeah, I thought yeah. that maybe the, the pro game yeah. might suit me a bit better than the amateur yeah. game, you know? Lads, I was gonna I was gonna move on to the next part of the interview and just ask you about like um 
obviously we know the journey John Joe's been on to regain kind of, you know, a happy, healthy standard of living. Um, but we see, you know, injuries continue to blight boxing and catastrophic brain injuries. Yeah. And a, no, a number yeah. of fighters have, like, would you consider yourself, John Joe, to have cheated death? Because a number of boxers yeah. haven't been so lucky, obviously. With, without a doubt, without a doubt, Kev, yeah. I, I, was, I was very, very, very lucky. I was very lucky. But, um, I mean, since we, Kev, there's been, there's been, there's been, Michael Norbert, Mike Tell, they both, they both passed away. Mm. There've been, been a couple of lads in in America. I think there has there's died. There's been Nick Blackwell, Kieran Farrell, um, Jerome Wilson. They they've all had quite bad brain injuries. It bleeds yeah. on the brain as well. So you know, it seems to, it seems to have been a, re- a real bad few years for boxing, really. And um, um, where do you think? Like, there's been a number of solutions. Like, obviously, Tris Dixon, like the British journalist, has yeah. a, a new book out yeah. called Damage about brain trauma, concussion, yeah. and yeah. there's there's kind of fixes suggested for boxing and would you would, would you consider that any of them like make sense like maybe having an upper age limit for boxing which obviously wouldn't have affected your case i don't think but what's that you know, what was that what was on kevin having like an upper age limit for boxing so maybe oh, like over yeah, 40 yeah. but also yeah, yeah, yeah. to cut down yeah. on head sparring in gyms and stuff like that because a lot of boxers would claim that the majority I, I, of their trauma took place yeah. in the gym not in the De- ring De- definitely I, I was about to say i was going to say to early kevin you and jim i was going to say I had, a, I, had, I had a lot of hard round sparring. I had a lot of hard sparring. Surely too, too, too hard, really. So I, th- I think, like I said, it was, it was like an accu- accumulation of shots, really, that, that I think they did me. I think so. Because mm. the shot that I guess you got hit with on the, on the night, Kevin, it wasn't, wasn't I, I'd been hit with a lot of harder shots, you know, sparring like very Mackenzie, Young Motley, Marcus Portman, Stuart Elwell, Mark Lloyd. They were all, all decent punches, you know, and, and I didn't box all that many massive punches. I mean, Jim could punch um Elvis Duke could punch. Karai Clark could punch him. He, he wasn't. He wasn't a puncher at all. So he was. So I think I, I was on the way out. Then I just didn't want to admit it, admit it to myself that I was. I was. I was. I was nearly done. Do you know what I mean, Kev? Yeah. The, the big. Yeah. The big liar. The delusion that we kind of spoke about earlier. Like the boxers will tell themselves little fibs to kind of push on yeah. through. The, the last. The last person to know that they've done, uh, Kev, in, in in this sport is the boxer himself, Kev. Mm. And that's that's true saying that is. I I, I was slowing down the gym, uh, Kev. I wasn't as sharp. I want my time was going a little bit. I wasn't quite punching like I did, and I was sort of the, the rhymes on the wall, Kevin. But I, I was, I wasn't, I weren't reading it. It's a pride thing, I think, Kevin. It, it comes down to a bit, a bit of pride on it, really. Uh, John Joe, yourself and Jim kept in touch after your injury. Yeah, 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 yeah. We kept in touch. Uh, we always like we kept in touch through Facebook. I think originally, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did, Jim. Yeah, and then and. Um, I think I sent you my number, didn't I? And, and we started talk, chatting a little bit on, on the phone, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you went off the radar for a few years. I, I, yeah, for a couple of The last two or three, I mean, me and the missus split up, didn't we? And I had to sell the house and, and, and all the rest of it. And it was a bit of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a shit time because the kids aren't with me anymore. So she's, they're with them. And it's, it wasn't hard or anything like that, Jim, but the fact that I couldn't, I couldn't work anywhere, I couldn't bring any money in, and, 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 and we couldn't live the same sort of lifestyle in. I think yeah. I think she, I think struggle with that. She's a, jo, Joe's a good, she was a good my, my, my former partner. Okay, she's a good Joanne. Her name's Joanne. She's a good girl. She's like I, I've never seen anything bad about it. She's a great mum, but it was just he, he just sort of it, it finished off really. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, as for as for now, like uh, how's life now? Yeah, it's not too bad, Kev. I'm I'm, I'm cracking on with it and trying to keep keep a little bit of it, but I can't try. I can't, I can't train like I used to. I can't. Obviously, I can't run this foot foot of mine's bad. My eyes, my eyes are quite bad. I can't drive, so I can't get about all that much. But 
I'm trying to look after myself and eat a little bit. I mean, Jim, Jim will tell you, Kev, that when I first had to retire, he, he said to me once, he said, Johnny, be careful what you're eating. You put a load, a load of weight on. And I was, I was banging some food down, down with Kevin. Mm. I think, I think I went up to like 16 and a half stone. And I think when I boxed Jim, I was, I was like 12 stone too. So it's like, uh, I, had to, I had to sort of stem down and be careful with the foods. Like, I'm back down to about, I'm more kind of about 14 and a half stone now. So not too bad. That was easy. Yeah. Did you get, did, do boxers get much help? Just uh, finally now, just to move yeah. towards the end, just after suffering a terrible injury and being affected by boxing, what is there in, within the sport to kind of help and to support ex-boxers who've had to retire through injury and stuff? Do you know what, Kev? If, if I'm honest with you, mate, right? If I'm honest with you, I've been left alone. No, nobody's bothered me, really, if I'm honest with you, Kev. I'm not having no support financially. Nothing at all, really. So I've I've got somebody working on a case now to get with with the British Ball and Control, mate. But without going too far into that, Kev, as I can't say too much, mate. But I'm not no out really, mate. Not not at all. Yeah. No. no. Kev, let me can I can I chip her in here with George O'Shea? Absolutely. To see what the to see what the um the professionals say in the game, and it's also along with the amateur side of the game of the of the boxing. They actually do not. Look after their fighters in one slightly, one wee bit. No, no. There is no, there is no security for them at all. If you really get a damaged brain or your illness, it could be anything. Yeah, but yeah. there is no security. But yet they charge you money for this, not this. I know, I know, I know. Man, it's, it's, but it's disgusting for the amateur kids and disgusting for the professionals. Yeah, this yeah. Mean, don't get me wrong. We'll have two committees or the amateur side, we'll have the uh, professional side. But uh, they do take money off you. But no, there's no quarters pumped up. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, like, the pros actually give a lot more. Like, they take money from your purse and so on and yes. so forth. So, and you find that the injuries sustained are a lot more are a lot worse in the pro game than you get in the amateur game. I mean, you don't yeah. get really injuries in the amateur game. You know what I mean? Someone might break their nose or break yeah. their thumb or something like that. Yeah. But in the pro game, you're fighting 10 rounds or 12 rounds. Yeah. You're, you're, you're dropping weight. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, like, you're, you're more vulnerable, I think, to yeah. Yeah. these sort of injuries, whether it be brain injuries or whether it be even, like, shoulder Elbows, knees, anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Because you're you're putting yourself through the mill. Yeah, 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 definitely, Jim. Yeah, and like, what what can they do? I suppose, like, you look at you look at the money that's being discussed at the minute. I, it, yeah. It's probably going to be all news by the time the podcast comes out. But they're talking about a step aside money for Deontay Wilder of ten ten million dollars, twenty crazy. million dollars, thirty crazy. million dollars. Who knows? And how yeah. far could that fight? How far could that kind of money go towards people who've been injured in pursuit of the sport? It's, it's madness, madness Kevin, it really is. Well, lads, look, oh, yeah. we, leave it, we leave it there for today. Uh, John Joe, again, I want to just thank you very much from myself and from no. Simon at the Rocky Road Rewind. No much appreciated. No Jim, right. Jim Rock, legend, thank you. And same to you, Amy McGee. 